All right, Kevin, I feel like I just watched about five different baseball games. There was the 6 nothing game, the 7-1 game, the 7-5 game, the 14-5 game, the 14-10 game, and then the 18-11 game, the final score for the Toronto Blue Jays. A, uh, a, a terrific night, scoreboard-wise, if you're the Blue Jays fan so far. Houston put the boots to Tampa Bay. Shane McClanahan leaving the game, favoring his left shoulder. That was the shoulder that had him on the IL. His next start, which was scheduled against the Blue Jays, is certainly in jeopardy. And if you're the Rays, you've got to have your fingers crossed that we're not talking about a longer absence than that. The Detroit Tigers beat the Baltimore Orioles. And the Yankees, despite Aaron Judge's 60th home run, Oof. they are losing 8-5, to the bottom of the ninth, to the Pittsburgh Pirates. So... If the Yankees lose that game, Kevin, the Jays will be four and a half games back of the New York Yankees in the American League East. What are you trying to say, Jeff? I'm just saying what I'm saying. <laughs> You're saying after it. Watching this game tonight, I don't know where to begin. I will begin with the numbers. 416-870-0590, star 590. One triple A triple six zero five ninety five ninety five ninety is a text line. Eighteen eleven, Kevin. I guess the one. Th- I mean, there's a lot of individual highlights and lowlights here. Obviously, the one thing that stands out for me is in a game where there was a ton of traffic on the bases, at least, at least until the last inning when it looked like both went to sleep. At least until the last inning of this game, by and large, the Jays made plays the ball was in play an awful lot they didn't give away any extra any extra outs but man the philadelphia phillies just stunk i mean from the first inning on the error by bryson stott the bad just the atrocious i'm gonna bore your word about base running the atrocious base running decision by by bryce harper that ended what looked to be a rally that could have made a difference. This is a sloppy game all around, but at least the Jays contributed less to the sloppiness than the Phillies did. Yeah, this time of the year, all that matters, you win. That's it. Like yep. it's, it's, it was an ugly win, right? You, you, you did just enough. Your offense stepped up. Jackie Bradley Jr. had a big. I can say it, a big free run Looking homer. back now? Hell yeah. Abs- absolutely. So, you know, you got the hits when you needed to get them. Uh, I guess you made the pitches when you needed to make them. I mean, mm. Julian Merriweather, David Phelps. I, I mean, Zach Pop came in. That ball's moving all over the place. He's throwing 98. I mean, the slider was good. He pitched yeah. the mid of the order with first and third. He only gave up a run. I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Ross Stripling, is that the worst start he's had all year? I Probably. You know, he abused the changeup. I'm not real sure why he threw 69 pitches and 26 of those were changeups. I, I guess because they were swinging at it a lot, and he, they were, that was the only pitch that they swung and missed on. He had yeah. eight swing and misses. All were on the changeup. I, I really don't know why he threw 26 changeups, 17 sliders. That's a lot of off-speed pitches. I get it that he's facing some good hitters in the meat of the order, but man alive, right? You'd think that's a little backwards, right? Sometimes you would rather see him throw some more four-seamers located. Sinker, which is a good pitch to righties. He only threw three curveballs, but the changeup 26 times is a lot. Again, it just gets yeah. back to this time of the year. You throw this much, sooner or later you're going to have a stinker. 
I think for me this was his stinker. But, again, it gets back to it's 18-11. to 11. The Jays won, and that's the biggest deal here, and especially with all the other teams around them losing. You'll take, it, you'll take them any way you can get them, and you walk away from this, you come back tomorrow, and you try and win another one like this. Yeah, you know, Ross Stripling in his last start against the Phillies, which was uh, John Schneider's first game as manager, his last start against the Phillies had a very effective changeup. We talked about it using it effectively to both sides of the plate. You talked about the changeup tonight. That fifth inning when it all fell apart, Schwarber hit a changeup, Hoskins hit a changeup, Harper hit a changeup. Um, you know, his, his sequence to Harper, to Bryce Harper in that inning, changeup, fastball, changeup, fastball. Guess what's coming next if you're Bryce Harper? Changeup. Changeup. First inning through a fastball, through a four-seamer, two-seamer, change, change, change. Fourth inning, he threw a changeup. And then I mentioned this last at-bat, change, fastball, change, fastball. Mm-hmm. So to it's Bryce Harper, he threw, by my count to Bryce Harper, he threw eight change-ups out of 11 pitches. Yeah, the velocity on the four-seamer looked good. The location looked decent. I mean, he was yep. trying to go away with it. The elevated four-seamer was good. The two-seamer, it didn't look like it existed tonight. He just didn't have the feel for it. You could tell that. That's why he only threw it seven times. But, again, it just gets back to uh, it's a long season. Sooner or later, you're going to have a bad one. And and was this a bad one? I guess. I mean, he was good up until the fifth inning. So, I, it was decent. And then you have a bad inning. You, you, you have your buddies come in and pick you up. They score a bunch of runs. Again, I, I just don't think staff. That's matter this time of the year. I, I know sort of it's tryouts, right? Julian Merriweather, did he do himself any favors by throwing the way he threw? I don't know. If they had any other options, Jeff, maybe. You know, when it comes playoff time, you're trying to make out your roster, you have a stinker this late in the season. I mean, it might affect you, but do they have any other options? Absolutely not. So I don't really think that will affect Julian. But, again, this just gets back to, does this change their mind of what's going on at the end of the season when – push comes to shove and you need that third starter i'm not real sure again it's just i think this is a team win i that's i think the best way you can explain it right when one part of your game's not doing what they're supposed to be doing the other part picks it up and you take advantage of a really bad team well the phillies aren't a bad team they just played really bad tonight and i get back to that base running jeff bryce harper is top five when he's rolling he's top five best player in baseball top five you see, you see the base run. He's like a little leaguer on the bed. Like, just put your head down, run. Somebody tags you out. I just, it just makes you throw your hands in the air and scratch your head. I don't really know what By to say. By the way, about just, it. just to jump in here, Kevin, eight five for the Pirates. The Yankees have the bases loaded, none out. <laughs> yeah, so it's baseball in September. Baseball in it September. certainly is baseball in September. Will uh, Will Crow pitching? Uh, for the Pirates as we speak. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Has this start changed your mind at all about Ross Stripling getting the nod, the rotation in the playoffs? Has it changed your mind about Julian Merriweather? You saw what the Jays did offensively tonight. How about Teoscar Hernandez? We talked about this with John Schneider. Called him one of our dudes. Well, if you're John Schneider, one of your dudes came through for you big time tonight. How about Rymel Tapia? You don't know when you're going to get Lourdes Gurriel Jr. back, Kevin. How about the agent of chaos? Agent 15. Agent 15, Rymel Tapia. How about the game he had tonight? 
How about putting? How about Snyder putting uh, Chapman in a five hole and not putting Teoscar in a five hole? Because in Chapman the first inning, they're one shot. Absolutely. After they, I don't know. I want to say they Gibson was pitching around Kirky. He's trying to get him to chase the two seamer away, and and he didn't. And he walks in four pitches, and it's very hard. I've been in that situation before, not at this level, but I've been in that situation where you you've noticed a guy in front of you is getting pitched around. You want to go up and do something good. You overswing. You chase. Chappie didn't do that. It's a decent pitch. I mean, that's a two-seamer in. That's a, that's a decent pitch. And for him to take that nice little easy swing, not try and do too much, get the barrel to it, create some backspin, get the big hit, exactly what the doctor ordered. Rudy from Winnipeg weighing in in the text line. He loves strip for the playoff rotation. The way he's pitched up till tonight, he's been too good to keep out of it. He said, I still can't shake my love of him as the best middle relief setup guy in the playoffs, though. He makes an interesting point. He talks about somebody who can be used in multiple games, going multiple innings the way that Bruce Bochy used Tim Lincecum for one of the Giants runs. By the way, in the Bronx, Giancarlo Stanton just walked it off. Yankees win. Jays are still five and a half. <laughs> You spoke too soon. You spoke too soon. <laughs> Nine eight, the final score in the Bronx. Giancarlo Stanton, a walk off slam. A walk off slam, Kevin Barker. The same night, the same inning that Aaron Judge hits number sixty. Those poor pirates, man, My they stink. Holy moly! Gracious, a wow. walk off home run for Giancarlo Stanton. Nine eight. The final, the Yankees beating the Pittsburgh Pirates. I was talking about Rudy in Winnipeg. Talked about the way Tim Lincecum was used for one of the Giants runs. And he says, is there a depth chart below this depth chart where Julian Merriweather can actually be comfortable? Now, yeah, let's, let's point this out about Julian Merriweather. His last nine innings coming into tonight, he'd given up two earned runs. He's not a leverage guy for this team. So you're, you know, have an argument about Julian Merriweather. You're talking about... Julian Merriweather, you say Kikuchi. You're talking about guys who are at the bottom end of the bullpen. I'm with you, Kevin. I would think you could probably do better than Julian Merriweather, but clearly this organization doesn't think they can. Nope. For whatever reason. No Matt Gage and none of these guys. None of these guys. I don't there is, I don't know yeah, what Nate Pearson the only is. Problem, the only problem with that is there is no low leverage in, in the playoffs. Like it's yeah, all just high not leverage. used. No, you're, Absol- you're just absolutely. not used. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean the, the, but that that's my point. If the Ross- you listen to what? If if you're the Jays and at some point you're relying on Julian Merriweather in the playoffs, you've had a lot of injury issues. Like basically, yep. he's filling out the roster for the playoffs. You're already going to have either Barrios or Stripling not starting. One of the two. They're going to be in the bullpen. They're going to be available. So I, I just relax about Julian Merriweather. I, I, w- I will say this about the third time through with Ross Stripling. I, I, the fifth inning was the third time through. That That's the one thing. And if you abuse the changeup, and you've seen that a couple of times, like the Phillies, Phillies get the hidden team, right? They don't do some things defensively, but offensively they, they can do some things. And if you see that changeup a lot of times, third time through, you got a better chance of hitting it. So maybe that might be some way they go, right? You can empty the tank with the changeup the first couple of times through, and then you know you have to bring in whoever you have to bring in. I, Again, he had a bad inning. You have a bad inning, other parts of your team pick it up, and that's what good teams do. That's what playoff teams do, and that's exactly what the Jays did. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. The Jays, 18-11 winners over the Philadelphia Phillies, the first of two games tonight at Citizens Bank Park. Tomorrow, Kevin Gossman on the round for the Blue Jays. Zach Wheeler getting the start for the Phillies. No idea how many innings he'll pitch. 
we do expect Noah Syndergaard to come in after Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler just coming off the I.L. That, again, is the second game of the series tomorrow night. The Phillies have now lost five in a row. 416-870-0590, star 590 one triple a triple six zero five nine. The text line is popping. Five ninety five ninety is a text line. We'll get to your text. We'll get to your calls. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet five ninety. The fan. One hit high and deep up the left field line. Schwarber gets to the wall and it is gone. A three run home run for Matt Chapman. His third home run in four games, and the Blue Jays go long and strike in the first. Number 27 for Matt Chapman. Well, there you go. Matt Chapman got the Jays off to an early start. The Phillies booted the ball around. Made a ton of mistakes. Bryce Harper made a costly base running error. When it was all said and done, the Toronto Blue Jays beat the Philadelphia Phillies 18-10. Ten extra base hits tonight, tonight for the Blue Jays. That ties the number of extra base hits they had in that big 28-run outburst in Boston. And coming after an off day, Kevin, i got to think this is... And coming after a game where Jordan Romano gave it up uh, to the Baltimore Orioles, I've got to think that this is probably almost... I was going to say what the doctor ordered. That's not true. Ross Stripling going 7 and a 4 nothing win, I'm sure, would have kept... Would have made John Schneider <laughs> that a lot helped. happier than 18-11. But uh, still, I, I, again, by and large... You know, there was a lot of bad pitching tonight. I'll say this for the Jays. They didn't do many things to compound the bad pitching, unlike the Phillies, who just played like a team with their head up their ass collectively. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. Well, you got to be happy for a Jays fan. Kirky looked really good. Chapman looked good. Teoscar Hernandez, welcome to the party. Tapia looks like he's running around the bases with his hair on fire, which is tremendous. Danny Jansen getting the head out. I mean, if you're if you love offense and you like the bottom of the order, like the Jays were throwing out there tonight, it's that's a great sign. You want the middle of the order driving its runs and doing some big things. And that's what they did. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Well, it is that time of the year we're scoreboard watching, and if you were paying attention to what happened in the Bronx tonight, this is how the game ended. That one's drilled to left field. Is it high enough? See ya! A walk-off grand slam, and the Yankees win! Judge hits 60, and the Yankees win in walk-off fashion! Yeah, that was Giancarlo Stanton walking off the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Yankees win that game 9-8, which is the perfect segue, the perfect segue to uh, our Bet365 standings update. Just download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 19-plus play responsibly on Terrio only. By and large, it has been a good night on the out-of-town scoreboard for the Toronto Blue Jays if you are, uh, if you are focusing on the wild-card race, which uh, I don't even know if I'd call it the wild-card race. If you're focusing on the wild-card, uh, it's not really a race. It's a wild-card alignment, I guess, is the way to put it. The uh, Houston Astros beat Tampa Bay 5-0 tonight. And worst news for the race, Shane McClanahan left the game with a left shoulder injury. That's I believe this is his third start since coming off the IL uh, with a similar injury. That is not good news for the Tampa Bay Rays. He was scheduled to start against the Blue Jays this weekend. 
you would certainly have to think the Shane McClanahan's uh, status is in doubt for that game. The Detroit Tigers beat Baltimore 3-2. You can stick a fork in the Orioles, folks. Absolutely. Done it. Yep. These are the standings. The Yankees with that win. They are 89-58. and 58. The Jays, 84-64, and 64, five and a half back. Tampa Bay, 82-66, and 66, seven and a half back. Baltimore is now 13 back. If you're uh, focusing on the wild card standings, which, of course, we are, the Seattle Mariners, they're leading one nothing over the Oakland Athletics. It's early in that game. It's around about the fourth inning. So the wild card race is the Jays at 84-64. and 64. They've got a two-game lead over Seattle. Seattle is the 81-65. and 65. Tampa, I'm sorry, at Seattle's 81 and 65 playing right now. Tampa's 82 and 66. So the Rays are uh, two behind the Jays in the loss column. But uh, Kevin, it's, and, and then Baltimore's five and a half back. The White Sox are five and a half back as well. So uh, those, are your, those are your standings update. It is, it's all about the wild card right now. I think going into that, going into that three-game series against the Yankees, the only reason... The only way you have a shot at doing anything there is if you're like two and a half or three and a half out. So, uh, you know, I think he can probably kiss that goodbye. Evan in Toronto, do you want to talk about Jordan Romano? Yeah, so I was wondering if you think home run splits are even a factor at all in the playoffs, specifically Romano, including our bullpen too. There are some offensive numbers as well. I was wondering what you thought. I think Romano is scary on the road with all the fans there for the other team too. Owners, you thought that was a factor or not? I mean, he's been. Re- thanks for the call. He's been re- look. He's been really good at home. He's been an absolute beast at home. I think he had he'd given up two earned runs in twenty eight appearances at the Rogers Center until that outing. Yo, look, if you're going to be a major league closer, you're going to have to get used to closing games in hostile environments. You just are. And no, I mean, I'm not worried about it. First of all, because it's not like there's any other choice, right? There's nobody yeah. else is going to close games for this team. Uh, but again, you know, hey, it's a valid point. We have not seen how many playoff games have we seen Jordan Romano close out? Yeah, yeah. You know? For for me, it's not where he's throwing it; it's what he's throwing. That that's the big question for me: is how much he's going to use the slider? If he falls in love with that thing and good hitters, which he's, that's what he's going to be facing in the playoffs, good hitters are going to go up looking for it. And when you look for it, it's got to be really good. The location's got to be good. It's got to be that backdoor one early. It's got to be that eliminator that's the back foot one. You know, he can't be throwing a little get-me-over one like he's been doing. So that, for me, is more important than where he's throwing them. Wayne and Burlington, you want to talk, not surprisingly, about Stripling and Barrios. Hey, always great to talk to you guys, folks. Thanks, uh, man. Jeff Flair and Kim Barker. Um, you had a gentleman about a week ago talk about, oh, yeah, in the postseason, you know, uh, yeah, you have Manoa and um, Gosman as your number one, number two. And if he didn't uh, choose Brios, uh, wouldn't he get upset, you know, uh, if he wasn't chosen as a third starter? Well, I figured that basically, I don't know if you guys are opinion, though, but I figure after 100, they're actually a they're actually there to play 162 games. That's what they get paid the big money for. And what happens afterwards is, 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 is gravy to them. So it's usually up to what? The coaching and the management ownership to figure out who they think best is for the, the, the third start and not really worried about what the, uh, the, the other pitchers are uh, thinking about, basically. Well, you, what are you guys' opinion on I that? I mean, who would you pick? Uh, right now, I would, uh, I would pick Stripling. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll, let, let me – so let's uh, – thanks for the call. Let's think about this for a minute. If you go with Ross Stripling, then you're 
got Jose Barrios, who you have under contract for another six more years. And you're basically saying to him, you're going to be in the bullpen. Okay, going to be in the bullpen for the first series. Do you want to know the last time Jose Brios pitched out of the bullpen? This is from Mike D'Angelis, Big Mike, works in Sportsnet, uh, works on the TV side. When's the last time Brios worked out of the bullpen? You want to guess? October 3rd, 2017, game one of the AL wild card. Want to know what he did out of the bullpen? Three innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs. Judge hit a home run off him. He did strike out four. He walked none. He came in for Irvin Santana. The Twins lost eight to four. I Listen. I, I do think I do think you have to keep that in mind. I, I mm. really do. The question you have to ask yourself is this, and it has to be part of it. And part of the question has to be, all right, if we go with Stripling, when do we use Barrios? If we go with Barrios, when can we use Stripling? Starting Barrios, to me, gives you more of a chance of using Stripling in the playoffs. If you start Stripling in the playoffs, chances are pretty good you're not going to use Barrios. I, I'm just saying, if, if you want... If, if you think those are your four best arms, four of your best arms, if you're willing to say to one of those four, Jose Barrios, we're probably not going to use you, that's well, you'd fine. Have, well, you'd have to do that in the first three games. If you move on, you're, you're obviously going to use all four of them. But if you – if you so, All right, so you're willing to go three games. You have to make a choice. But I will say this, because you know me. I've been talking about this. I've liked Stripling because of the all the kitchen sink and the strike one and, and how good the changeup is with two strikes. But I will say this. Tonight, third time through, will tell you a little bit about when he's facing good hitters and if they can go up and game plan and look for the changeup like they did third time through and how the at-bats looked a little bit differently. That would, if you got one, an excuse to put him in the bullpen and only use him if you had to a couple of times through the order, that would be the perfect scenario. You could probably basically throw this in his face and say, hey, this is what it looks like when you're facing really good hitters third time through. Maybe that's Very it. quickly, this is a fun question from Mike in London. Aside from the big boys, Bo, Vladdy, etc., who do you feel will play the most integral part down the stretch and into the playoffs in a platoon role? Who will be Steve Pierce? Gut call here, Barker. I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to have an impact on this team in the final two weeks and in the playoffs. Just a gut call. We're talking about a, a guy who wasn't a, a member of the core. I, I'm making it a little easier now because I think Rymel Tapia is kind of a member of the core. But I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is the type of guy that can make an impact down the stretch and into the postseason. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would I would assume it's probably one of those bullpen arms. Is, is that an option? I mean, no. It would have to be a position so player. It's not, it's not an option, huh? I mean, Rymel Tapia is a pretty good option. Will he even play? Who will, be the, who, will be the, who would be this team? Steve Pierce, I guess, is what, is, is what they're asking. I can I can see Jackie Bradley Jr. I, can see I guess if he's, if he's playing, I mean, I, I'm not real sure when he when he would play when it matters the most. But I guess yeah, late in the game, a good defensive play, he could play center a little bit. He could play some right like he did tonight. Yeah, I guess. Eighteen eleven, the Blue Jays have beaten the Philadelphia Phillies. Game two of the series goes tomorrow night. Mr. Barker and myself will be back tomorrow night. A reminder: Blair and Barker from ten to noon Eastern. On Sportsnet 590, the fan Sportsnet 360 tomorrow morning. Thanks, as always, for listening to Blue Jays baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Did you wild side baseball fans?